whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. I believe the last we left off, you guys had approached the outskirts of Rival, and I described what it looked like a sort of medium-sized hamlet from a distance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The town of unnecessary vowels. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Did I go into any more detail than that? Just that one side seemed far better off than the other. Yes, the side that you've actually approached from, the southern side, is a little nicer. Well, considerably nicer than the other side on the north. You approached this town after having successfully dealt with Keith, the malicious, malingering layabout from uh, Joseph's village, who may or may not have set the hordes of orcs upon the town that then destroyed it, more or less. The only survivor, seemingly other than Joza, uh, he is in contact with some nefarious, devilish creature inside of soup, blood, and rivers. Um, and you proceeded to dispatch with him uh, after interrogating him for how he's doing all this and why he's been taking that necklace around and trying to peddle it. Who, did anyone take the necklace? I think mm. Fraz has it or yeah. uh, Hugo uh, yeah, because of the... I've got it. Yeah, I gave it to you to arcane check and we didn't get anything from it already. Uh, Amulet of Adaptation vibes. Yes. So I oh, think yeah. you'd, you'd inspected it, but no one had actually tried to use it, as far as I'm aware, right? I uh, don't know how we would use it. I well, think, I mean, yeah, we just assumed it was an amulet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as in, no one tried to attune to it. I think the check happened, and then we kind of moved on. No one was like, all right, I, I'm mm. going to chuck this puppy on and leverage its power. That that didn't happen. No. no okay. We have not done that. Sweet. Mm. Um, in that case, you dispatched with Keith. Did anything else happen with the Keith encounter? I don't think uh, so. I, cut, I think I cut his dick off and then first drowned him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was dick severing and then drowning. And, um... Uh, oh, play the wheel of dark. Uh, we need, um... Oh, yeah. Playlist for this. I would say... Go with something. You're about to approach this town. Maybe, uh... Yeah, like, uh... A upbeat, bustling sort of music, like, uh... Like, when they're in the Shire, before all the shit goes to hell. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so as the Earl Wind Forest Ambience envelops you in its uh, soothing tones, I presume. Oh, we've got a new entrant, or the same entrant. Oh, there it is, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, you're on the outskirts of town. Like I said, the town, the side of town closest to you looks really nice, and you see some street lights, or what appear to be street lamps, illuminating that side as it's just I think you left in morning light and now it's becoming approaching like brunch, I would say. So the lights are starting to turn off, but you notice that they do have lights. And on the other side, it looks much more modest in its construction. Mm. Uh, I think after that, we probably need a beer. Where's the nearest inn? Brine, brine, brine. Um, Pickle martini. Do we want to go to a nice inn or a horrid inn? I'm f horrid inn. Yeah, I'm feeling horrid as well. Okay, yeah. so you would like to actually approach the town and go into it? Yeah. Cool. All right, I, I shall so. give you... Uh, this map is a little simplified, but basically it looks like this. 
Okay, as you approach the town, you walk down the main drag, and you see a very fancy-looking blacksmith up on the left with a, a hanging wooden sign that has a anvil, except the anvil has all these curls and twirls and embellishments that make it seem like a very impractical tool. You see a ominous-looking robed figure at the fork in the road just bustling from side to side like they're waiting for something. You also see the road uh, forks, and the houses over here seem to take on a purplish theme. No taverns uh, yet. We, at the moment, we're still on the wider map. Oh, I'm sorry. The description still stands, but the visuals I shall now... Mm. Uh, I've got a great here. image in my head. but Nice. There you go. Uh, oh, I, I mean, what's the... Does it look, are, there, are, pe are people around? Is it like a pretty chill village? Town? Um, you see one or two people every now and then, but not many. Aside from this, uh, like I said, robed figure that's just loitering, essentially. Um, also, to, to backtrack, I think you... When you were considering the, the big map, you were thinking, you know, where do we go? What do we do? We have the... The the knife the the butter knife essentially that um, what's the phrase's character's name Zenorai has uh, retrieved and you have some other things that lead you to be oh yeah you have like the project that you were given by Asmo and that's in the venomous cops and you were deciding that you would you were gonna go this way I believe what was the rationale behind that yeah I think we just wanted to make a way stop. Um, oh, that was it. because there was a road kind of hooking round north, so we thought we'd go the uh, the scenic route. That was it, yeah. I felt obliged to recap your overarching journey plan. Mm. I'm sorry, um, I think there was another good reason as well, but I think we seem to have all forgotten it, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long walk over here. <laughs> well we were chatting, sure. some stuff came up, yeah. and yeah, we don't remember all. Yeah, it seems quite... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's not bustling with the thrum of fun and activity. It seems quite neat and tidy, like there's an invisible keep off the grass sign everywhere. What what time are we looking at at the moment? Brunch, I'd say 11, 10.45. Okay. Usually there's a lot of people up by brunch time. This is a <laughs> quiet, sleepy town or else something's up. <laughs> it's definitely brunch time. Um, mm, now you mentioned brunch, I'm kind of hungry. Uh, should we find that shitty inn we were talking about? I'm not sure I'll be allowed into the good ones with this literal penis tied to my waist. <laughs> as well as five <laughs> or six other rotting trophies. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, shall I pop a perception, see what I can see? Or... Go for it, if you would like to sort sure of sort about. Examinations. If, if not, we can ask one of these uh, bustling people. Maybe we can mm. intimidate them. Oh yeah, just because. All right, let's walk. Uh, fuck that! I won't do a perception. Let's um, let's re walk over this robed figure. Yeah, um, let's take let's take the bait. Yeah, let's see what it, <laughs> for, for once. Let's go in the direction that Sam is pointing us. You shall have to see. Um, okay, you go over and speak to the figure. <laughs> yep. They say. Um, oh yeah, so I'll walk up and say. Uh, uh, Hey, where's the nearest drinking hole around here? Who are you? Where are you from? How do you come to be here? Just outsiders passing through. Yeah, scenic route. What, 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 sorry, sorry. 
<laughs> you guys said like really innocent things at the same time. What did Sheila say? What did uh, Abe say? In the scenic route. Okay, scenic route. And you said passing through town, right, Joseph? Yeah, okay. just adventurous passing through, taking the scenic route. What's okay. your problem? Um, uh, he <laughs> says, ah, I see. Well, he eyes, uh, he eyes Zenorai very suspiciously and says to him, are you sure you shouldn't be on the other side of town? I don't think I've seen you around here before. What other side of town? He also eyes um, Monty and says more or less the same thing. Oh, uh, I, I think you're lost, friend. Uh, you're meant to be on the other side. What about so, um, my appearance makes you feel I should be over there, friend? And what did Zenorai say? So don't call me friend. Guy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the guy do a, a double take and look at um, Abe and say, oh, I haven't seen a dragonborn around here. And then he trails off. <sighs> uh, hey, hey, look, um, snap out of it. What the hell's going on around here? Your friends uh, are members this? of lesser species. You're fine. I mean, halfling is admittedly, you know, on the lower rungs, but these two, they shouldn't be seen here. Lesser yeah. species. Well, yeah, of course they are, but they're cool. <laughs> the character doesn't <laughs> laugh, I laugh. Yeah. So I'm gonna shove Joe's out the way and go, what do, you, what, what do you mean by lesser species? And I'm gonna get Gahat Balachas to kind of flutter intimidatingly uh, close mm. to his face. In the evolution of the realm, uh, your species and similar were used to construct these lands for us, not to actually live upon it. But good sir, I must assure you, I am a magician and I'm using powerful <laughs> magics to make myself look like this. Whereas in fact, I'm really a racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, firstly, quick, quick question. Is Monty a racist? <laughs> uh, absolutely not, <laughs> okay. but I'm, I'm, I, I think that racist is a race. So I'm going to try and pass myself off as a racist. Okay. It's a deception a check either way. I just wanted to determine to what degree <laughs> of deception <laughs> check it was. Yeah. You've coincidentally oh. stumbled upon something he's, he's all about. Ooh. Okay, so basically the guy looks back and looks from side to side to make sure no one's watching. And he says, oh, is this, will there be a performance later? We haven't had a show here in months. Are these your assistants, these ugly ones? And he just points at Zenerai hey. and Joza. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a show. <laughs> there is indeed. We are a traveling troupe, and we have come here for coin and to dance and prance for your enjoyments with these lesser races. Oh, oh, you must see the mayor. You must see the mayor then. Quick, you need to set up a spot. I mean, we have spots available, but definitely go over there. And he gestures across the street um, to this very large... not be over the other side of town where the freaks are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are roughly in the middle, and he gestures eastward to this big, uh, I would say, T-shaped house? Lowercase T-shaped house? I'll ping it on the map. Uh, he's responsible for, for, for time to leave. To leave. <laughs> <laughs> what is that a quote from? Oh, nice. Like um, most of the things that we say. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. uh, <laughs> 
I had a, a moment like that today, but I can't remember it. Okay, so he points across the street to the house and says, the mayor's responsible for handing out all the permits. I've, I've, got, to tell, I've got to tell everyone there'll be a show. It's been so long. And he scampers off. This really, like, hard-nosed guy that must have been some sort of official just scampers away. Okay, folks. Uh, let's pretend to be a troop of racist slave drivers <laughs> who presumab presumably have people dance for their amusement. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. I'm actually going to get to use my dancing for deceptive purposes. <laughs> As opposed to just its regular use for yes. recreational purposes. Of sex. <laughs> uh, so all right. to the left fork, uh, now that you're at the fork and you've stopped interacting, you can absorb your surroundings a little bit. You notice there's a quite tall building with a little smokestack coming out of the top of it. But strangely, the smokestack isn't in use. It looks like a very industrial yet fancy building. And then on the right-hand side of the fork, you've got uh, what you see is the bridge and a series of buildings on the bridge. There seems to be slightly more hustle and or bustle on the bridge, but it's still fitful at best. Third thing you notice is all these buildings have those Kansas like basement cellar doors out the front of them as if they're preparing for hurricane season and you don't really know what that's about Hmm okay. Is um, is that can I can we check the river slightly just to see what condition that's in as well uh, from here? You would struggle, but if you go over to it, you would have a better idea hmm. Anything we want to check out first do we want to go see the mayor do we want to go to this industrial I think we should see the mayor first. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I also right. want to instruct Gahak Balachis to shit all over him in Raven. Form. <laughs> shit all over Maybe him? Maybe the like Raven. What? <laughs> in Raven form. Oh, yes. Okay, excellent. So, so like, I've been neglecting that important well, for, yeah. For performance, or, or at least I have a some sort of entertainer with yeah. a troop. Yeah, yeah. A, tr a troop of people who are um, who these people would disdain. So, yeah, but maybe uh, willingly so, not necessarily your slaves. No, no, no yeah, no, maybe like a traveling troop kind of thing, right? right. I'm just trying to work out what they would. Slave. I'm just trying to work out what they would <laughs> like here, like because that's the thing. I figure that if they're in, if they've got two sides of the river and they scorn on people, I was just trying to ingratiate myself. Um, so well, I could um, I, oh. I could either be a raven or a spider tamer. <laughs> yeah. All of the options. <laughs> I can make a I can make fox appear and try to not kill people. Ah, uh, you could do fox could do the clopping hoof counting trick. That mm -hmm. could be good. There you go. Yeah, people love that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Fox is very charismatic. <laughs> well, the racist, he will only have to like count to ten or something. Yeah, actually, you'll lose him by that point. All right. Oh, um, I, could, I, 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 I could cast minor illusion on Joser to make him look like a, a race that they actively want to persecute. <laughs> so, so our plan you know, with a group, half of which are persecuted, half of which are welcome, is to turn the welcome ones into the persecuted group, yeah. and the persecuted ones into the welcome group. <laughs> it's genius! 
I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> I don't need to hear anymore. I'm in. What what race did we notice the uh, official figure was? He was human. Oh no! Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of me. He he was he was elven. He had he had pointy ears. Mm. He was he was clearly elven. Okay. I just answered as myself oh. because I've I've voiced the character. <laughs> Elves are the most racist of groups. Mm. Everyone knows that. Got so they were elves. okay with um, halflings, elves, and well, Dragonborn. It seemed like they hadn't seen any in a very long time. So yeah, you, like can, a, you can make an odd insight check if you want to know the the vague interpretations of his looks when he looked at both Joza and yourself, Abe. Uh, you don't need much of an okay, insight. I have, yeah, go on. Yeah, I have plus six. Oh, nice. With insight. So we should be okay, right? Yeah, Never know, but... Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the natural one. Okay, give, roll a d20 to see how bad it is. Uh, yeah, let me find the d20. There you are. Second, because my pop-up thingy is messing with... There we go. There's a lot more intrigue in this... Uh ambience than I expected. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. With a nine. Okay. So it's medium. You aren't sure, but you feel like he worships you as a god and the halfling, you believe he didn't really notice very much because, you know, he wasn't looking down and the other two just must have been their personalities. Nothing to do with their race, really. Okay. So guys, I think it's more like they have this misconception that I'm some kind of like god born or something. And yes, they just didn't like you or Monty's in Araya, so. Well, I think if we, um, well, I say, yeah. So it sounds like they, uh, you know, Monty's con convinced them he's a, a magician in disguise. The only one they've then still got an issue with is, is Zenerai. We can just. I say he can use minor illusion to make himself look like a dragonborn. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I would much rather use minor illusion to make Joseph look like a tiefling. Uh, make us all look like tieflings. Yeah. All right. We're doing it. Uh, no, no, we're not. Well, we're so well, we can do that when we cross the river, right? Why don't we just play both sides? Yeah, that's so, a good idea. While we're this side, we can pretend we're a traveling troop, and then when we go over the other way, we'll all be like, yo. Okay, so let me just give you the details of Minor Illusion, because it'll be funny. It can it can affect a five-foot cubed area. So I quite, and it lasts a minute. So I quite like the idea that uh, when you're, you're, everyone, you cast it on to look like a tiefling? Yeah. So Abe, up until about the shoulders, looks like a tiefling, but then just regular Abe head above that. And every 60 <laughs> seconds, it flickers back to her his normal appearance and then back. And uh, <laughs> this, the same except just flickering for Joza. So he, he looks kind of like a hologram that's running out of batteries. And then Monty, who's even taller than Abe, is tiefling up until about the nipples. And then from above that, just regular fur bulk. So the mayor's house, I shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not trying to achieve anything here, are we? So why the fuck not? Just messing stuff up. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, so you go into the mayor's house. 
I feel like it will add some credence to the idea that we're traveling magicians. Mm. Okay. Flickering. Yeah. You go yeah. into the mayor's right. house. You find a very well-lit antechamber constructed mostly of white marble and a small female elf sitting behind a table with a little twig in her ear that looks like a Bluetooth microphone. And she stands up and says, oh, are you the magicians I heard about? This is amazing. Oh, this, uh, uh, I'm disturbed, but intrigued. He's, he needs, <laughs> he needs a minute. And she obviously says that as she looks you up and down and sees that you're like a children's flip book of mixed animals. And then she says, he's just finishing, he's, he's just finishing brunch, but he should be with you. Please have a seat. And he, she gestures to this huge sitting, sitting room with chaise longs and Chesterfields as far as the eye can see. Nice. I must say, guys, I'm a bit disappointed that this woman is just the secretary. I was thinking, female mayor, Bluetooth, what a progressive town. But mm. uh, <laughs> alas. Yeah, he, 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 once again, patriarchy marches on. <laughs> Although I must say, I do enjoy a multiple Chesterfields. <laughs> wait, wait, are you, are you trying to make that sound like a sex act? <laughs> no, that's not by you, Sam. <laughs> that's just in my head, yeah, that's that's fair enough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Multiple>. <laughs> so you can each sit on one Chesterfield by yourself if you would like. Uh, yes, I'll do that. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> cool. Really sprawl out. Um, all of you can make a perception check, because I feel like it. And that's the power that I wield. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got a 6 from Monty, an 11 from Zenray, a 9 from Jozo, and a 15 from Abe. Abe, let's start with you. You hear pretty clearly with your dragonborn ear canals... Um, the sound of munching and snapping and slurping coming from the room on the other side beyond the reception area through this door that appears to be made of velvet. And Zenerai, you hear some muffled version of that, but to you it just sounds like a bit of a commotion. And Monty and Joseph hear nothing, and you just think you're bored. I'm just what gonna go, Joseph, do you hear that? It looks like someone is munching on something. No. Nope. Nothing. What if they're eating people? Mm, didn't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, nine. <laughs> the receptionist comes over and says, "Okay, he'll see you now. And please remember, I'm going to be in the front row. If you need any sort of audience participation, I'm your one. Okay." And then she ushers you forward to the other side of the door. Well, to the other side of the what room is, what where is, the door is. What is your name, good participant? We shall take you up on this. My name is Gretchen. Thank you, Gretchen. I will pretend to not know your name when we use you as a plant in our show. Thank you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> okay. All right, this is happening. Should we stride in? Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't like to prepare for these sort of things. So bad to do it off the cuff, isn't it? So... Yeah, and when, on our way out, I think we should peek through that velvety curtain. Sorry, I I miss I didn't describe it accurately enough. The door itself appears to be upholstered in velvet or made of velvet. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we should try to see if we can open that or see something what is behind there. As you discover and wonder, sorry, as you wonder this, you discover that that is the door that she's leading you towards. And she opens okay. it and hides on the other side of it as she ushers you in. Okay. 
Mm. Cool. As cool. you go inside, you see the most corpulent elf you have ever seen in your life still holding two chicken bones between two of his incredibly pudgy fingers. And he appears to be just sucking on them in behind his desk, which is just littered with plates and bowls of various delicacies. And he says, Oh, excellent. Please come and sit down. And he gestures towards the empty space in front of his desk. Oh, well, of, of, of course. It's thank you very much for your hospitality. Uh, I, myself, am Monty Mercutio, the wizard and illusionist in my traveling troupe. Um, it looks like you have quite a spread here. Here, good sir. Um, uh, try, try some of this. And I uh, hand him the, the sachet of sumac for his meal. Ooh, here we go. Um, okay, so you're going to hand him in some so this is a lot just happened then. Um, I'm gonna say, firstly, give me a deception check with advantage, and then give me a persuasion check, and then we'll see. So with a 14 deception, you see him look you up and down and look a bit confused at the various like chunks of people that are different species and. He just seems a little distracted for a moment and like he's going to question his decision in letting you in here. But then you hold out this purple sachet of sumac and his eyes, pudgy and squished down by fat though they are, just light up and he says, Oh yes, definitely. And he grabs it. Do you let him take it? Yes, I do. And I say, enjoy the citrus explosion. <laughs> okay, he grabs it. And then like a ketchup packet from McDonald's, he squishes it onto the remains of the chicken bones between his fingers and just sucks them off like a sherbet lollipop. And he says, Oh yes, that's amazing. And he looks to be genuinely enjoying himself and he's almost forgotten that you're there. Okay. As, say, good, 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 good fellow, um, I hear that you may have some uh, opportunities for performers in these parts. Is that true? Oh yes, the message, I remember. Okay, so you want to set up. This show looks like it needs a little bit of work, but we're excited to have you. Uh, permits are 800 gold pieces. You can set up by the river. It'll be great. You'll love it. 800 I... gold pieces. <laughs> I, I, I say, oh, good sir. We have been traveling a, a, a long ways, and I fear that we do not necessarily have the funds to do this but if we were to perform in such a fantastic performance that all the people will be elated the crime in your city will fall people will be in abundance and it's just it will just be a good thing for morale uh, please give us a pass on the permit and i cast fast friends on him Ooh, okay give me give me the text of this this is evolving swiftly Okay, oh goodness me. When do you need to make do you need to make sure something gets done? Sworn oaths uh, understand you decrease one. Oh wisdom saving throw. Goodness me. Let's try this one. Okay. What's your what's your DC? Fifteen. Oh he is fast <laughs> he is fast friended. Okay. So that means He's charmed by you for the duration. While the creature is charmed, it undertakes to perform any services or activities you ask of it in a friendly manner, to the best of its ability. You can set the creature new tasks when a previous task is completed. The duration is up to an hour concentration. Okay, so let's give you a little concentration icon here in case you suddenly get bludgeoned or something. Okay. Let's do green. Um, um, and then, okay. And he says, 
Oh, I didn't realize you'd been traveling for so long. Oh, okay, listen. All right, don't tell anyone I did this, especially my wife, but listen. All right, the, the spot, it's over by the water. You know where we are? You go across the road, keep going. You'll see the bank of the, the this this thing, you know, this one, and then you'll, you'll see, you'll see it. Okay, is there anything else that you need? I nudge Monty and I say, get him to give us the money. And the food. <laughs> well, um, it, it would be uh, fantastic to be uh, remunerated for our services, in fact. Um, it's been a very long road. Um, could we also have some of that chicken? <laughs> of course, of course. He reaches down into his desk, ignoring the empty plates and shite all over his desk. And inside his drawer, where you would typically in a desk keep manila folders, is an entire roast chicken on a plate, like for later. And he takes it out and he says, this this one was for pre-lunch, but you can have this. <laughs> I hand it to Zenorai. Good man. You don't, you don't see enough fat elves these days, do you? Uh, <laughs> you really don't. So um, I, I, I nudge Monty and I say, ask him why he's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I ask him. Yeah, was the chicken in the drawer? And I was, <laughs> we've proven enough. <laughs> I, I ask him, um, why are people in your town so racist? Hmm. Okay. Um. That was a question <laughs> more than like directing yeah, it's, him. It's... So I'll say, make a. Hmm. Make a. Insight check. Oh. Cool. Make an insight check. Oh, wow, with a five. Okay. You see a strange look go across his face. He looks genuinely baffled by your question. He says, What? Don't don't be ridiculous. They're, they're perfectly reasonable people. Racist against whom? Oh, we just heard some smack talk about uh, dragonborn and furbolgs and all that as we were coming through. I mean, you know, can't say it hugest fan of them myself but uh just heard some things expressed and it's good to know these things you know because we have to know whether to uh incorporate certain things into our performance you know to get the crowd really going oh you mean that oh they're well-educated elves and you know near elves they're they've just been brought up correctly and you know they're not so much races that you're referring to as minions and the way he says that is like in his mind, that's the politically correct term. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a protected status for minions or something. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still hugely derogatory, <clears throat> but to him, it's like he's really taken it up a notch politically. <clears throat> um, just before I we say, go. Oh, go. Yeah, go, Zara. So I so said, do you, do you keep any of these minions in your town, good mayor? Oh, master and uh, gatekeeper of the roast chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, no, no, he's just gonna answer you and he says, Oh, your costume is amazing. Look at those pointy horns and that tail. Oh, your question. Uh, uh, no, of course. We, we would need to clean the streets twice daily if we did that. They stay over there on that side. And he gestures sort of northeast. 
Yes, it's for the best. <laughs> You're all going along with this racist thing surprisingly <laughs> easily. <laughs> Those filthy vermin, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> you live five minutes in the shoes of the... Uh... The well-to-dos, and you, you realize how good life is. <laughs> yeah, draw chicken whenever you want it. <laughs> you know, guys, imagine if we had entered town from the other direction. Things would have been very different. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be cutting this guy's dick off right now. <laughs> oh, by the way, you see the big mayor look towards you, Joser, and all the rotting, dismembered pieces of flesh at your belt, and he says, Mmm, smells a little bit far gone, but is any of that still edible? Yeah, sure, have this, and I chuck him the dick. <laughs> he bites into it. He bites into the willy with gusto. This is a bit chewy, but it's got a lot of texture. Yep. <laughs> I heard that. He puts, he puts what remains of the sumac sachet on it. Mmm, lemony uh, texture. I was wondering when those two fan favorite story elements were going to combine. <laughs> Sumac and a dismembered wang. Uh, yeah, you keep that. It's uh, it's from way out west. He's shoved the rest of it in his mouth by now, and he said, "What?" It's all the rage in Orphea. Oh. Or whatever that place is called. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's ask, get out of here. Him, <laughs> ask him, where's your wife? Uh, you you ask him that, or you ask someone to yeah. ask him? Okay, he says, I, I, I shout at him, where's your wife? Uh, she's upstairs, I think. Uh, maybe shopping, maybe balancing the books. Uh, I mean, probably shopping. That became like a Trump impersonation halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Stay there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, playing well, playing well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, then, then I instruct a hack, but I just shit all over his desk. Okay. Um, he's going to make a perception check to see if he notices. He does not notice with a natural one. He's still chewing the last of the uh, dismembered penis. And uh, it is tough. It's tough. You've got to really get through really it. really working on it. Yeah. God, this guy shit is... goes everywhere, oh, all over the mostly empty plates. Gahaktabalacha seems to have stored up a considerable amount of excrement because you've never asked him to do this before. It's been a while. That's a well-trained demon. Um, cool. I'm gonna leave. Okay. Yeah, this guy. What a pathetic character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Became our slave and then like made him eat a dick and then shit on his desk. Well, you also realize that when I didn't describe it when it happened, but when Monty cast Fast Friends, you noticed a like a green glint in his eye and his his hand started to really uh, almost move in slow motion for a second and a substantial amount of what's the word spell took place okay hi interesting um 
So what do we want to do? Should we go to, should we get ready for this? Are we going to do this performance out of context, out of character? I mean, I, 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 I think, I think we should go and go by the other side of the, the river. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we need to, yeah, let, let's, let's huddle and work out what, what's in it for us doing a performance. So like, oh, no. I know you've given yourself a fictional job and now you're deciding whether you're going to show up to that job. <laughs> <laughs> We're accountants. Should we do some accounting? <laughs> okay, so how about we do a show where the crux of it is about minions and masters coming together mm, and like, like putting their differences aside and living together in harmony. It's it's so, Hamlet esque yeah. in a Hamlet. There or, we go. Yeah. Or we do a story about like a brave kind of underdog ruffian overthrowing his evil masters. Yeah, so that's let's, what I was just we... saying. About a, 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 a valiant insurrection where yeah. the proletariat rises up. Ooh, and topical, yeah. topical. I love it. I'm going to grab another uh, drink because that impression really hurt my voice. So I'll be right back. <laughs> what did I miss? Okay, uh, let's go. let's go do our market research. <laughs> yeah, we're going to roll. Well, north of the so, river, north yeah, of the tracks. North okay. of the tracks, yeah. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. As we as we approach the river, I'm gonna stop the um, the spell um, uh, on all of us, apart from Jozer. So I'm gonna keep Jozer kind of like eighty percent tiefling. I'm tiefling, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm 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 under five foot, so I'm full tiefling. But I think that works. Nice. Um, awesome. So as you head uh, to the right fork northwards across the bridge, you notice a shop off to your <coughs> left, the left-hand side of the right fork. And the shop is called Cecil's to Shop, with a T in front of the word shop. And then as you continue towards the bridge, you notice a clutch of buildings atop the bridge that appear to be taverns. You see a couple of signs as you get closer. One of them says Thin Ice presumably the name of the tavern. Another one says Intense, written in pretty poor handwriting. And the third one says Bad Luck. And then beyond those, you see the end of the bridge and a wooden plaque come notice board. Hmm. Should we check out the hmm. notice board or should we grab a pint? Is, is, is the shop a magic shop? You can make a insider investigation check to determine that. Or you could go in, but this is without going in. <laughs> um, insight. Ooh, okay, with a six. Uh, you're confident with a six, insight. It's fancy, but its magicalness is hard to tell. Mm. If this is a magic shop, guys, I quite want to go in. Ah, let's check it out anyway. Uh, walk over yeah. and kick the door in. Okay. Inside, you see a guy with a blonde goatee, except there's there's no uh, bottom part to the goatee. Like, it, it ends at the handlebars. And he says, Welcome to Cecil's shop. How can I help you? What's wrong with your goatee? <laughs> I don't know what you're... Wait a minute. You're the magicians, I heard. And you see him do the same thing that the mayor did, and the same gesture that the receptionist did inside the mayor's place. When they say, I heard or I remember, they sort of point to their head in a strange way. And he says, oh yes, 
you're, when are you performing? Hmm. Yeah, later. Uh, what do you sell? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try a thing here. I'm gonna send you a URL. And you should be able to view the shop from your browser. Ooh. Cool. Mm. Boom. Cool. Oh, nice. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's fresh. It's real fresh. You also notice, just because I really want to draw attention to it, that despite the sign spelling, he said, welcome <laughs> to Cecil's shop when you came in. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, fire, sweet. How much gold's everyone got? Um, uh, I'll, I'll say. Uh, no, no, not there. Yeah, we uh, we we're putting on a show later, but uh, we always like to check out the the local wares before we perform. You know, see if there's any good bargains to be had. Oh, I see. Excellent. Well, I can't wait to see one of my items in your show. Well, I mean, if you were... Uh, yeah, you uh, sort us out with a little bit of, uh, you know, good rates. Maybe we can drop the name Cecil and you'll have customers flooding in in no time. Oh, I for see. For a free item. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, he just says, I see. Yeah, go on for a free item. I was going to say, for a free item, we'll even take a small 30-second advertising break and present it to the audience. <laughs> okay. Make a, make a persuasion check. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> with a 20. And he says, hmm, what would you say in this ad break, whatever that means? Whatever um, you want for a free item. We'd say... Frost brand great swords, the greatest brand of frost swords, branding brand swords. Have you ever had a branded brand sword? Get them from to shop. <laughs> Cecil's. Mm. You had a to sword from a to sword. <laughs> Get the to frost brand. <laughs> you you hear him wonder out loud. Hmm, that was a lot of words. Hmm, I mean, we'd have to correct Later the name. Work in branding. <laughs> we'd have to correct the name of the shop, but which item did you have in mind? But it was obvious. Yeah, the old, uh, the old frost brand, great sword. Hmm. Well, how will I know you'll follow through on this bargain that we'll strike? Won't you be there? Well, yes, but if you're not, what do I do then? Well, <laughs> how about? Give it back. How about you just throw it at us from the from the <laughs> from the audience? <laughs> Ooh, as a certain curtain call, appreciative gesture. Exactly, and then we deliver the pitch, and then we yes. we'll, we'll keep it. If you're, uh... oh, it will look spontaneous, fresh. The crowd will love it. It will look like you know uh, we're seeing it for the first time, and our opinion is clearly genuine. He he looks, he scrunches up his face in concentration, and then holds out his hand and says. You have a deal, my friend. Sick. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now. <laughs> if, only, if only we had a two-handed sword fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just saw very rare and panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I saw very rare and panicked. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> yeah, so perfect. Surely Abe. Surely that's a good Abe uh, Yeah, weapon. Oh, yeah. Shield, yeah Abe could uh, slash up all can, kinds of yeah. stuff. You can respec for that bad boy. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, versatile as well. Is it? Yeah. Let's, um, let's get out of there before we... Uh, well, no, no, I think we just people might want to buy shit. There's some oh, cool stuff in there. Oh, yeah, sorry, Senorai, you are you looking for any particular components? Uh, I'm good for components actually, but um, I'm I'm very um, captivated by the armor of resistance. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can find it. What's the adamantine gem? It's like the armor I have. Oh, half plate armor. It's of pretty resistance. similar. AC 14 requires, AC 16 requires strength 13. Oh, that's cool. The link takes you to the D&D Beyond page. Uh, yeah, it's good. Awesome. This, this digital slash arcane shop that I've set up is more useful than I imagined. Yeah, I might have to hit you up for, uh, for deets. Oh, you will. You will. <laughs> Hmm. I love the sound of browsing. Just let me know if you need anything else. <laughs> uh, I, I, I reach out and start stroking the armor. Ooh, that is a nice. handsome one. Uh, thank you, I say. Oh, oh yes, the armor is great, oh. too. <laughs> I, I, I wink coyly. Um... <laughs> There are many things that could be great for you, good armor vendor. Uh, nothing in this life comes for free. Okay, make a, just, again. Just give me my a, clever double entendre. Give me because this I like that this doesn't really fall into any category. So give me a charisma check. You know, just with the charisma <laughs> rather than like a particular skill. This is just a measure of charisma. Um, I also like to call this the raw sexual dynamism test. Um, so, <laughs> with a 19 charisma, you see him say, Oh, you naughty boy, you. What is it that you need? Well, sir, I, I, I need this armor, but uh, I shall not pay for price. <laughs> I shall not pay for stop. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. Because I, how could you charge full price to such a, such a one as I? That's a very good point, my good man. And I think I'll let you in on a little secret because... You know, being magicians disguised as lesser beings, I'm sure you're not overly concerned about how I got this one. So, I'll be honest, I got it for a song. I could let it go for, say, hmm, 2,000 gold pieces? Hmm. Damn. Tell me about the price of this song you sung. Oh, 2, well... 2,000... Gold piece song surely is quite a quite a ballad. Wasn't quite that, but perhaps just a turn of phrase. I got it from an orc over the other side of the river who had retrieved it but didn't know what they had. So naturally, I was able to make a business venture out of it. Mm. Um, just real quick, uh, out of context, the adamantine armor chainmail. Yep. Um, that has stealth disadvantage, doesn't it? Uh, it looks like from that that's um little spreadsheet um let me see even though it's so presumably then um yeah abelardo you've got one that doesn't have that have the breastplate yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah 
Because it's the sub. Well, no, the subcategories chain. Yes, chain male rather than chain shirt. So chain male does have disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, out of uh, like just giving you more game mechanic knowledge, there are things like items, spells that can give you advantage on stealth. So you could end up just with normal stealth checks eventually. But until you found that, yeah, you would be at disadvantage mm. on them. I, I have one of those. <laughs> Which, so it balances it does advantage balance out disadvantage i've got like an elven cloak oh yeah uh, the cloak and the your cloak armor of is what's kind. giving the disadvantage yeah exactly oh does it oh you've got you've got a chain mail as well haven't you Ash? so you need that. i've got scale mail but i'm actually taking it off so at the moment i have advantage on stealth um but yeah that's good to know that i could balance it out um yeah if i wanted to just, just to jump back into where i was um good man yeah. tell me this orc what was he like did he give you a name, perchance? Ah, let me see if I can remember. Uh, he's going to make a history check. Ooh, with a 77. I don't remember the uh, minion's name, and he tries to catch himself, but uh, oh, he was towards the north end of town, I think. He was a scavenger. He, he combs the local woods looking for knickknacks, and I take some off him from time to time. I say to the others, sounds like a hero. Maybe he needs to be eulogized in a song, even though he's not dead yet. Filthy orc. Uh, okay, so should we? Is anyone going to buy anything? Uh, oh yeah, I know what I'm going to buy. I said I was going to buy a few potions of healing, if that's okay. So I will do that. Uh, yo, let's have uh, let's have a potion of healing. I'll just take one actually. Okay, that would be... I use mine on Dave. Okay, that would be 50 gold pieces, please. Dokie dokie. And you... Zinarai, if you want that... Um, what was it? The half-blade armor, armor of resistance. Mm. So... Maybe you can do, like, an exchange. I know I have some useless uh, weapons on me ah. that we can <clears throat> try and see. That's an interesting point. Um... Ah, so, uh, so, so sexy. I mean, so, so shopkeeper. Um, <laughs> uh, perhaps you might consider a, a trade in part for um, for this armor. I might. I might. What is it that you have in mind? Well, I have this. Uh, I have such a wondrous item as you have ever seen before. It is uh, from far, far off seas. It is a lantern of revealing. Ooh. Uh, he goes up close to it. I assume you're holding it. Yes. That is interesting. Uh, can you give me the text of that? I forget. Thank you. Now this is interesting. Now what? Uh, how? What value would you put an item like this? Would you? Huh? What value? Oh, priceless, my good man. How could I possibly? How could I possibly commit to a single, a, a single cost? This could save your life from. Any kind of okay. uh, subterranean manifuge. <laughs> Did you say manifuge? Yes, I, uh, it's a neologism that I just created. Okay, I was going to say, I'm not familiar with that one. Mm. Um, okay, could you make an inside check for me? Because I'm enjoying the dark place that this is going. <laughs> uh, okay, so as long as they're in the land of the planet, you can see an action to the Lord that reducing the dim light and falling to the light for additional. As long as they're in the land of the bright light. Uh, okay, sweet. So, 
Um, with a five insight, even with a relatively low score, you can tell that the way he looks at this is disproportionately hungry compared to the seeming mundanity of the item. You're not sure why, but he says, Ah, oh, yes, uh, I can see that you treasure it. How about we just call it a, a, a straight trade then? How about that? Well, hold, hold the line, good sir. Uh, a man as attractive as yourself wouldn't want to rush a deal. And there is uh, the, the the thrill of the dicker to be enjoyed. Um, why not say... You I love armor. that you got a word for barter and the word dick into a flirting trade conversation. <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> Well, I'd say you give me the armor, 500 gold pieces, and we walk away as potentially more than good friends. Okay, all right. Give me uh, give me a persuasion <laughs> check with advantage for Dicker. Ooh, yeah, yeah. With a 20, he says, hmm, okay, listen. Uh, in the in the till at the moment, I only have 400 gold pieces. Will that be enough? We can We can settle the rest after the performance. We have an accord. Excellent. He gives you 400 gold pieces. Um, and now I want to say, is anyone watching this interaction? Yes. Okay, everyone can make We're an insight. Everyone can make an insight check except Zenrai because he already has. And you can add that Zenrai to your equipment list. It should be one of the D&D Beyond items that comes up. Mm. If it doesn't, then we can try to figure it out. Okay. Yay. Half plate armor and resistance, you just black. Yep. <laughs> No. And and four hundred gold. <laughs> okay. Uh, See, strike is the way to go. Uh, did you do an insight check, Joseph, or were you uh, busy with I, other I, things? I, yeah, no, I was busy. I, I went. Okay, I cool. All right, so Abe, you would know that the look on this guy's face has an almost unsavory quality, and you would also know that the lantern of revealing. It, it has unsavory connotations. It's basically like the kind of tool that a burglar might use to take stuff and not reveal to anyone away far away that they're there because the light basically stops. And if you're outside that, you can't tell that there's light there at all. Mm -hmm. So you've basically just given him a tool to go steal people's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. let's just keep an eye out when we sleep tonight, so we don't find ourselves in that situation, guys. Good point. Yeah. Oh, so I need to um, I need to roll a d10. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. So. Poison. Nice. Oh. Look at you. That's a good one to have. Yeah. Sick. And uh, right. make sure everyone that's bought stuff, make sure. You're, once you do uh, add it to your inventory, you equip it so that your character sheet gets the benefits. Oh, 17 AC. Fuck me. Nice. That's a big jump. Oh. Pretty cool. That's close to me. Um, what kind of armor Sick. resistance was it? Did it say? Oh, uh, it does say, plate. no, it does also say half plate armor resistance thunder. Maybe that's what you predetermined. And uh, no, but you roll when you get it. Oh, wait, oh, hang on. Oh, um, shit. Oh, sorry. No, it's thunder. My bad. Hang on. Let me change that then. Um, sorry, sir. What was no, that? Half plate? Half plate? Half plate? I just saw that as well at the same time. Cool. Yeah, that's a that's some substantial Plus AC right there. Next modifier. The stealth disadvantage. And there's no strength requirement. Damn. 
It's nice. Can you wear medium armor? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Can you can you wear medium armor? But I mean, well, this is what I was confused because it says applicable armor, padded leather, studded leather, hide. Mm-hmm. What what part of that is confusing? Armor, armor, light, medium, or heavy. Oh, okay. Let me look at your sheet. We might as well just dive into the logistics of character management uh, here for a second. The D and D Beyond one has like all the variants, I think. So like, if this is half plate, then it's classed as medium. Yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay, my bad. Yeah. I didn't realize that. You're so in. I was, uh, so no, I can't. Yeah, you. I think you're you're proficient in light armor according according to your character sheet. Lights, yeah, lights only. Oh shit, um, does anyone want some medium armor? <laughs> <laughs> You've just gone to great lengths to acquire. <laughs> it is plus dex modifier, which I have maxed out, so it'd be pretty fucking swag on me. Alright, well, here you go, it's yours. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to gift you some armor of lightning resistance half plate. Um, sick. Thunder yeah, resistance. Yeah, real sick. Thunder resistance. You see the shopkeeper uh, cool. is holding his uh, lantern and admiring it from a bunch of different angles. I'll say, uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll buy you a bit. Nice something. Um, you should also unequip it. I feel it. like uh, I have, yeah. Because actually, you can technically that, wear it. it I, my, um... I should clarify, you can technically wear it, but it has a bunch of unpleasant side effects. Like, I think it stops you from casting spells or something. And then you have disadvantage on strength, dexterity, checks of all kinds, that kind of stuff. Okay. So I say I've, um, I've pimped myself out uh, for the good of the party here. You guys will, uh, I expect to be um, paid back in kind. So you're so selfless, then, are you? Well, at least you got 400 gold. That's true. <laughs> I expect to be paid back in kind. <laughs> oh, funny. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, um, armor of thunder resistance half plate, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, what resistance means is that any time you take thunder damage, you automatically take half, I think. Ah. So close. I thought I'd finally up my pathetic AC. From... But technically... You're lucky in that, unlike many spellcasters, you can wear light armor, whereas most spellcasters can't wear any. So if you find, I think that basically comes under leather and stuff, then you should be able to yeah. wear that. What are you currently? Oh, what are you currently wearing? Yeah, what have you uh, got? At the moment, I'm just wearing um, leather armor. Okay, I think. You, uh, do you want, I've got studded leather armor, Ooh, so yeah. I give you AC twelve. Yeah. Chuck that over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll give it to you for 100 gold. <laughs> <laughs> you, can give it, you, can, you can give it to me with 100 gold. <laughs> All right, here you go. And, and, and Dave. And uh, Dave. <laughs> yeah, done. Uh, so weirdly, uh, when I've... Oh, shit, no, I'm just going to run a button. When I've equipped that armor, mm. I thought that would have been... Um, hang on. Oh, we're getting to the nitty gritty here this episode, aren't we? It's uh, it. half plate 15 plus dex modifier maximum of two. So that should be for me. My dex modifier is uh, plus five. So it should be plus two, right? Yeah. So it should be 17, you see? Yeah. But that hasn't reflected in my 
I, I can see 17. Maybe ref refresh your sheet. Uh, well, um, it's 17, but is that the only place I get? Because it was 17 before. Oh. What were you when I had Oh, because, you're, because your dex is so high, basically. So what you were wearing leather before, right? Yeah. Okay. So that leather is more freedom of movement. So that was enabling you to benefit from all of your dex bonus. Whereas now you're wearing metal armor, which doesn't allow you to benefit from as much dexterity because your range of motion is reduced. So that's why it ends up being the same. But you are now resistant to thunder. All right. Fair enough. Um, well, I mean, if, if someone else would get more of a bonus from me than just the thunder resistance. I'm not sure if it would heavy. make me any. Mm. Sure yeah, I can wear. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I can. I can wear um, heavy stuff at the moment. I've just got. So wait, what? What are we saying? Sorry, we're we just talking about how it impacts decks. Yes. Uh, yes. It's medium, oh. right? So. Oh, yeah. I think it would make me pretty unkillable. But I think yeah. your adamantine armor is very similar, isn't it? Yeah. I love my adamantine armor. That's why I'm just saying it's... I'm with 20. I have AC 20, so I think yeah. maybe uh, Monty should try it. I mean, I currently just have some bog-standard scale mail. So it would probably boost me a fair bit. Is, is it not really doing much for you then, Joseph? It's given me just thunder resistance because of the way that um, mm. light and medium armor... Apparently. Okay, let me just give it a try and see, because my scale mail's AC 14, gets me to 18. Uh, does that take me even higher? So, so what is it? Sorry, a, a half plate. I think it would increase it by one, because your armor is 14 and the half plate is uh, 15. I mean, right. to be fair, worst, worst case scenario, this was on sale for 6,600. So we could just flog this shit and make bank. Yeah. Judas, you say about this? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good man. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Were there two other places on the bridge? Yeah, uh, no, there was. They were all taverns. Two taverns, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm into this for now, and then we can always sell it if we're in a pickle. Um, it's. Gives me a little boost, but if we ever need six thousand gold or whatever, then let's do that. <laughs> All right, um, I'll I'll remove the studded leather from my inventory. Sorry about that. Oh, this guy God. doesn't have any small armor press, does he? I mean, to be fair, I hadn't actually decided on my character's sexual orientation, um, so. Uh, Perhaps I vastly enjoyed that and took nothing but the thrill of um, courting Dick, and was very happy to do so. I feel like that's about the third male character that you flirted with in this game. So, yeah, it's just coming out in the wash. It's one exactly. of those things where like you just don't really know until you gotta mix it up. It all, you know, all gets out on the yeah. field. You see, you see him, the, the shop owner turns to you, Zenarai, and says, May I interest you in a scroll of tongues? <laughs> <laughs> we actually looked at it, though. It's pretty sweet, given that we don't speak the languages sometimes. Well, it depends how, it depends All joking how long aside. the scroll is, my friend. Um, 
Oh, I've lost the I've lost the link, or is it it's in Discord? Yeah. yeah, basically, it grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. This is specify how you have to touch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Abe is an expert in that area. That's a crotch touch. Hey, it's yeah. I, I I shout back to the innkeeper over my shoulder. Um, how much for the tongue lashing, my good man? <laughs> hmm. For you, let's say three hundred gold pieces. <laughs> I can get an, an average tongue lashing at any tavern for a third of that price. Yes, but with this one, you will have universal appreciation of all tongues. <laughs> mm, tell you what, uh, the scroll talk has got me in the mood. I'll take a scroll of poison spray, <laughs> 20 gold pieces. <laughs> oh, yes, that is a deal, my good d mm. ish man. Mm, I'll let that one pass. <laughs> okay. 20 GPs coming your way. <laughs> okay, cool. You have, uh, that should be in the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, equipment thing as well. <clears throat> yeah. So I think the way it works is if you add a scroll to your inventory, it'll just be a generic scroll and you've got, <laughs> you've got to kind of label it. And then the way it works is I'll explain it when you try to use it, but, um, you oh, actually let's see if you would know it is kind of complicated so using a spell scroll it has to be on your spell list of spells you could cast Joza. oh does it if the spell is on your class's spell list you can read the scroll and cast it without providing any however the scroll is unintelligible otherwise okay in that case i don't do that <laughs> you give it back to him and he says uh, oh so soon taking advantage of our 12 second return policy i see <laughs> Damn right you are. Oh um, well, okay, perhaps okay. next time. <laughs> You're right, uh, like I'm, 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 I'm going to turn down as well and say, um, uh, not, not today, good man. You can put your tongue back in your mouth. Oh well, and he reluctantly puts the scroll away. <clears throat> um, all right. Is everyone all shopped out? We need. Yeah, let's fuck off. I think so, yeah, let's fuck off with big time. God, I'm looking forward to that Frost Brand greatsword. Uh, also, just before, I want to clarify. When I say it needs to be on your your class's spell list, I mean on your class's spell list at any time, even if you have to be level 20 to use it, just on your class's list of possible spells that they can use. Okay, I'd have to take a look at that. But well, we, Let's carry on and I'll, I'll check that out. But I, I wouldn't take it anyway, it's fine. Cool. Okay, so you leave the store, it goes ding-a-ling. So there were three very strangely named taverns, folks. What a what an amount of choice. I don't know about you, but uh I just realized I probably need a rest. <laughs> shall we shall we uh, visit a tavern before we hit the uh, mean streets? Yes. Yeah. Let's get a bit more of a what's going on. Okay, which tavern do you go into? Thin ice? Intense or bad luck? I think we're all pretty intense. Maybe that one. Okay, we've got a I'm vote for intense. intense. What yeah. was that? All our characters yeah. are pretty intense, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
Sunrise so said something, but I didn't precarious. hear No? Okay, so we've got two votes for intense. Is that That's the first on the left. Do you guys go to that one? Okay. Sure. Just just before we go in, if we're at the river, can I see the river? Oh yes, it looks to be a fairly standard river. However, there are more signs of dead mm -hmm. fish on the banks, seemingly haphazardly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. So you guys go into the tavern. You're met with the smell of uh, stale beer cigarettes although obviously unfiltered so even more intense than you would imagine and a weird drink being poured at the bar it seems to be a combination of dark ale and red wine snake bite no uh, you see a sign behind it with an artist's rendering of the drink and it proclaims it to be a vintner's ale mm-hmm the clamor of various patrons in there. And you do notice there's a mixture of patrons this time. This is the first time you've seen elves and orcs and goblins and things all in the same space together. Although tents, it seems to be, see what I did there? Um, it does seem to be that they're occupying the same space. Right. Should we go get a drink then? Or something, or talk to someone? No one pays any attention to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are these mainly elves? Well, like I said, it's it's a mixture. It seems pretty 50-50, okay, to be honest. Okay. Hmm. Well, I suppose we're uh, also... Hmm. Yeah, so, um, are we... I've still got... Do I still look like a like half-sized tiefling? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, you, you absolutely do. <laughs> okay um so i'll say i'll say to the group uh let's let's get us some more inspiration for our performance later um and i'll saunter up to uh uh who do we want no we want someone who's who's a disgusting race are there any um tieflings or fur bogs around okay. um make a hey. make a perception check that was out of context um okay Okay, with an eight. You notice uh, no fur bogs, uh, no tieflings, but you do notice a bunch of different orcs and goblins seem to be clutched together in little groups. And then the elves seem to be in little groups too, but the tables are so close to each other that it doesn't feel as segregated as they're probably going for. Uh, so Joseph's is obviously going to be a pretty upset by this. Uh, I'm gonna say, ox. Um, you see someone beside you say, "Bless you." <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the lay of the road? I mean, you've obviously described. It. I mean, are there any bounces or anything in here? How many? You, how many you, orcs are talking? Uh, you're looking at about six to nine orcs. Nice, and about handful of goblins sort of milling around and about mm. eight elves they tend to be on the left side of the room orcs and goblins on the right hand side the bar is at the back opposite you and the bartender appears to be a elf okay uh, was there another question um, in there that i missed 
No, that was it. Um, I mean, Joseph has a uncontrollable urge to kill all of these orcs and goblins, uh, or at least try to. This feels like a Zenerai fireball situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. Um, I feel okay, like okay, 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 okay. Joseph, 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 Joseph. So as um, as, I, as that's all happening, I'm I'm gonna stomp up to the bar and say, "Give me eight of your house classics." Um, okay. And Let's then start some... drinking them all. Okay, you see him immediately look at you strangely because he hasn't presumably seen a tiefling very often and says, Right you are, pointy boy, and starts pouring Vint in his ales. Oh, I no. say, pointy boy. <laughs> let's, let's, cut, <laughs> let's, let's cut back to that because that's going to be hilarious. Monty, you said something? Um, I, was, I was going to do something, but I can't do it. <laughs> Why? Run out of spell slots. <laughs> Hey. That's great. Um, uh, uh, Joza, did you say something? No. Cool. Let's go back to the pointy boy comment. He mm. says, listen, mate, in a tavern, all bets are off. We can say whatever we want. The feud doesn't count in here. Everybody needs to drink. It's on the border. And he gestures below to presumably the river. I was just having a laugh. How are you saying that to me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I was saying, hmm, pointy boy. I, I quite like that nickname. I oh, wasn't going oh. down like an, an Aggie route, but oh, that that's good. He he seems like quite highly strung, probably because he's the mm. bartender at a bar called Intense. Mm. So say to him, you seem stressed. Have three of these, and I hand him three of the eight drinks that I've bought. Oh, uh, I'm gonna cast Goodberry, by the way. Just, um, <laughs> like a floater in the drink and he says why thank you my good man and he grabs the three handles they're kind of like steins and he just starts pouring them on his face and it just goes all the way down his clothes and he says ah getting high on your own supply this is good shit and I say shit yeah and high five him okay. and then I do the other five <laughs> you so do. weird to see Zenariah being nice <laughs> guys what's happening <laughs> Uh, you um, drink the other five, and he he, st he just starts applauding. <laughs> I promise I didn't cast fast friends on Zenorai. <laughs> uh, so Joseph's going to walk over to the nearest group of orcs. Um, oh shit! And say, "Hail! Uh, uh, what what goes what goes there? How are you boys doing?" Oh, hello. You know, another day without power. What about you? Mm, yeah. Days without power, definitely. Uh, say, uh, what do you guys do for fun around here? You know, what, what are your haunts? Make a persuasion check. Alright. Hmm, with a ten. Okay, with a ten, with a ten. Ah, uh, well, there's a, there's a basement, uh, over beneath Simon's trading store. Uh, just ask for the l <laughs> the next game that's about to set off, and he'll show you. Folks, we found what? <laughs> what? Joseph stops and turns around immediately to the others. <laughs> there's guys. <laughs> guys, did you hear that? <laughs> was here all along. 
Okay. I, I throw the, all five of the flagons <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I what? I scream. <laughs> it comes stamping over to uh, to Joser. Joser looks at the orcs and looks back and just says, uh, "Wait here." <laughs> and Mud's over and goes, "Guys, come on! <laughs> let's go! Let's go!" Okay. Just... So you run out Storm of out the, the door. tavern. Is that the idea? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? All right. You run out of the tavern. I throw, um, I throw money behind me to pay for the drinks. Okay. You see the <laughs> bartender say, "Oh, thank you," and then he has to dodge as the coins hit him in the face. Um, and then as you walk out of the tavern and head north, because the orc gestured kind of north, um, you see uh, the wooden notice board with a wooden plaque above it, and there's a sword hooked onto the wooden plaque but the sword is broken into two pieces and there's some writing on it and the notice board and then you can keep going straight do you keep going straight what does the notice board say so you go over to the notice board <laughs> yeah so easily sidetracked uh, the notice board says uh the, the the notice board doesn't really have anything on it it looks unused but the sword on the plaque uh, has carved above the broken sword never again and uh, on the blade of the sword itself it says devil's bane well this all seems very important folks but it's not getting us any closer to what we need to know <laughs> fuck that noise semen trade straight forward okay. within about 60 feet of that on the left you see a store that is has a swinging wooden sign that says Seamons, so like S E E M O N apostrophe S trading post, and I assume you go in there. I kick shall, the door in. Okay. Shall we get Shall we get the sign out of um, Joseph's sack? Oh <laughs> yeah. Some sort of credentials. Floating in the in the yeah. ale. Yeah. In the double dry like hopped ale. I feel like that might add credence to our argument. Yeah, okay. Oh, they so already I... said that we needed to um, ask for the next game, though, right? That, that is what the, the orcs, orcs yeah. said to yeah. Jose, yeah. So you go inside, and it appears to be a mix between a post office and, like, an old version of Gumtree. There's a mixture of, like, little signs advertising junk people want to sell. There's also little tiny, like, P.O. boxes. And there's a guy at the end that looks like he's been sleeping on the ground his whole life he, he he's like got permanent you know bed head he's got bed face and he says <laughs> all right what what is it then mm, exactly what we were going to ask you uh what is it you what what's before we what? go in just yeah. being the voice of reason a second yeah i love before it before we go in and ask for the next game Shouldn't we take at least a short rest so that we have our healer oh. with actual spell slots in case that's like a trap or something and the play is like a game to death or like <laughs> I, I've, anything, I've, a fight I've club? Already, I've, already, I've already kicked the door in and I'm... Uh, yeah, uh, I think <laughs> the moment's first. You're, you're coming up to that about... would have been the right thing to do before. I tried. Uh, yeah, you tried. I, I, it's coming I, up to I about... I five ales. About lunch. Anyway, who's, anyway, who's our healer? Uh, well, Monty, basically. I can touch your crotch you, and give you a bit of life. Yeah, what, huh? It's, it's actually, it's it's literally just the, the one thing I happen to want to do to Joseph that I couldn't do. I'm actually, <laughs> otherwise, okay. Okay, okay. Um, well, to be uh, fair, okay. though, um, 
just like Abelardo is a bit happy because he gets to use his. If we get if you get in a tricky situation, he gets to use his crotch touch. So fine. Yeah, nice. Yeah, That's something Abe's been holding onto for a while. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the guy just looks back at you, perplexed. Uh, so I say, bag of holding, semen sign. Uh, <laughs> you pull out this that. enormous wooden sign from inside a magical sack. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, and I, <laughs> I just hold it out to him. Okay. Uh, so you want to hire some yachtsmen? Are you, are you going down the river? Don't you play dumb with us. <laughs> and I jump over the counter, I grab him, and I start slapping him. <laughs> he's like, where is it? <laughs> I just ask, where's the next game? Where is it? Oh, okay, all right. Make an intimidation check, and then I'll deal with Abe's simultaneous <laughs> question. Um, uh, just, just so we all know, um, I have plus eight to intimidation, and I have advantage. Oh, nice. Sick. Oh, wow. With a 21, he says, uh, it's downstairs! It's downstairs! And he turns to Abe and says, uh, it's, it's also downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> His face look, he looks even more bed faced than before. Okay, so he gestures you behind the counter and you see a door and then wooden stairs leading down. You go down? Yeah, yep. I guess. Okay. With you, reckless abandon. You mm. find yourself in a smoke filled, predominantly sand coated room in the center of which is a kind of hodgepodge group of people, some having hushed conversations with each other, some not. And beyond them is a ring of sand with a white rope around it. And you also smell something else, something animalistic, something bestiary. And then you notice in the far salty. corner, sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> I said something kind of salty. <laughs> <laughs> in the far corner of the room, you notice Salty cages pennies. with, like, the biggest dogs you've ever seen, bordering on wolves, just dogs. sitting there in cages. Dogs. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, guys, not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. Mm. Mm. I just... Is... Becomes so, we've, so we've gone downstairs to get to here. Yeah, into yeah. the basement. Okay, so I've, so, so I've run down the stairs and I've tripped. And I've kind of rolled over the last few and kind of sprawled out really haphazardly, landing on my back. I kind of scramble up and I say, what? Whoa, Discord just completely wow. muted it. What was, what, what was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I shout, where is it? Right? Oh, okay. You see the real CD characters turn around and look at you and says, and they all kind of say together, uh, it's, it's here. You're here. Are you? Do you want to place a bet? How many milliliters? <laughs> um, okay, make a uh, perception check, Monty, and then. Uh, Joseph's still holding the sign, just kind of looking around <laughs> wildly. <laughs> I also roll. I, I I want to kind of see if I can gauge what is happening because oh, it okay. looks like a dog fight thing. But... Okay, make a perception check. Uh, but Monty's perception check of nine. You notice when you ask how many milliliters. People kind of shuffle around, but you don't really understand how they're reacting oh, to that. It must be a lot. And with so a many. 13, <laughs> Abe, you notice... What that if it's in liters? <laughs> you do yeah. notice, Abe, that this does appear to be a dogfighting type situation. 
and there appears mm. to be a chalkboard against the far wall next to the dog cages that has like rounds and names and a record is who's won and what the odds are, that sort of stuff. You see, oh, no, I've got some Witcher Three tavern music going on. Yeah, nice. yeah it reminds yeah. me of Gwent. Gwent yeah. You see some uh, dogs being led out. One has a red streak through its black fur. The other one is more of a ashy blonde color, and they look like four foot tall at the shoulder. They're enormous. And you see a couple of people around the the ring say bats, bats, and they seem to be turning their hand in like a like Beyonce manner, but more like to request bets. Okay, I'll uh, go in for 10 milliliters. Hens kisses or the river winds? The river winds. Okay, two to one. That'll be how many gold? No, no, no. If it, 10 milliliters. <laughs> you need hard currency um, here, mate. Breeding's not for oh, later. It's... It was hard before, now not so much, but this currency is good. Gold? Gold bets? <laughs> it's not I so cast... gold, more silvery. He, he turns to someone else. What, what was that? <laughs> 20 gold on the semen trade. <laughs> okay, make I'll an insight. really aggressively. <laughs> make on behalf an... of the semen trade. Make an inside check, please, uh, Zenerai. And uh, Abe wanted to say something? Yes. Uh, can I cast uh, Speak With Animals? Yeah, 100%. Ooh. Okay, with an eight insight, Zenerai, you notice the guy that you say that to looks a little confused, but you're, you're not sure why. He unconsciously looks over at the dogs and then back at you, but takes your gold and marks down your bet, and seemingly he's chosen who you've put, in your, you've put your money on because you didn't really specify. <laughs> um, okay, speak with animals. You gain the ability to comprehend, verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence. Give you any information about nearby locations. Okay, cool. Cool. What do you say to them? I want to ask them, first of all, what's going on? And secondly, just like gauge if they actually want to fight. Okay. Uh, you're asking both of them or one of them? Um, both of them. Okay. You hear thoughts back to you that aren't in clear language. They're more like a series of emotions and concepts. And you hear, uh, protect, attack, defend, foreigner, invader. It seems to be that they're engaged in a sort of like locked battle with the other one, seemingly perceiving that each one is intruding on the other one's, uh, what's it called? Where you have that area that you're in charge of. Um, territory. Territory. Terrain, thank, territory, thank you. Territory. Yeah. That's, that's, that right? Those are the emotions you get from them. Uh, can Do they know what kind of dogs they are, given that they are so big? Do they know what kind of dogs they are? Um, you can make a... Because you're trying to delve deeper into their... Th you'd have to ask a question. That's Make a persuasion check to get them to tell you. Because that's kind of like asking, you know, like... Where are you, where are you from? What are you, where are you born? That sort of thing. Okay, yeah, with a 22... They give you a mental picture of a forested area. It appears to be on the side of a mountain, very alpine in its terrain, and some snow drifts every now and then. So they seem to be telling you that mm -hmm. they're both kind of from there. Okay, so they're like a breed of dogs. All right. Something like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, go on. 
what what if you uh drop this minor illusion off me and i compete in this uh here competition <laughs> now that is something i can get on board with <laughs> five ales just as you just, out of the minor illusion. just as you have this thought you watch the handler of the dogs drops his hand and they start fighting each other and the bets all seem to have been stopped and it looks pretty vicious and then within about 60 seconds the the sort of ash-colored blonde dog has essentially pinned the other one down and is getting pretty aggressive so the handler steps in and grabs the other dog away and then awards all the bets to the people who bet on the ash blonde one and he goes up to Zenray and gives Zenray like 40 gold pieces <laughs> Yay! <laughs> because he just randomly interpreted your bet and now everybody make a perception check mm. silver always Ooh. wins semen trade oh wow okay oh my goodness all right so um, it's so it's so sad that Senorai rolls a seven but at least the rest of you guys could tell him so monty with a natural 20 abe with a 21 joseph with a 23 you all notice as the the dogfight is being cleared and set up for the next round, the two uh, the, the handler of the dogs that was sort of the referee goes up to one of the bookies and hands over a vial of white liquid, and that is where we will end the session. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> what? Oh gosh. Oh, fuck. Oh, what a fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> it's the definition of edging us. Huh? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. You've got, you've got us exactly where you want us. Oh. It just, it just, oh, my God. It all I love that you've together. just made all of it. <laughs> exactly. Like glue. You've just written all of this. <laughs> Because <laughs> was a stupid joke. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh man. There has been so many. There's been so many red herrings as well along the way. Like, is it real? Was he really? Was he crazy? Did it happen? How long ago? Was it really about just fishermen? There's all these questions. Like, it's pretty much like Luke, I am your father level of reveal. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man! Unless that's just like, um, yeah, some kind of like uh, muscle relaxant that they use on the dogs after the fight or something. Yeah, exactly. It's a complete MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> and then forty episodes from now, the real reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the big reveal where we're like, we, we. we it wasn't muscle relaxant at all. <laughs> It was always come. Pockets. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited now. This is going to be great. Yeah, I think I really... Uh, I, I did say I think that was one of my favourite sessions. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I've got the tone of what what kind of... <laughs> What kind of sessions we lean into now? <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah, even even with like twenty minutes of just like browsing a shop, but it was still just 
Just really quite notch. homoerotic. And... Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, quite exactly. homoerotic browsing, but there's also that the fact... character got the most mm. out of him. I think it was heavy on the role-playing as well. It was. Mm. There was a lot of... Did you mm. say it was heavy on the role-playing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was it's like almost an entirely social uh, session. Well, I mean, you're, you know, you're in a new town. If like, I think in video game terms, there are certain, like, golden rules, which are, like, people... Which are... Which is a separate conversation. Uh, that people like to you know, maintain their character, like get rid of old stuff, get new stuff, make sure they're wearing the best stuff, blah, blah, blah. And um, yeah, and when you go to a new town, you know, there's there's stuff to get to know. Definitely. Yeah. Sweet, guys. Sick. Okay. Very I have to go back and kill those orcs at some point, but the, I think the, the one thing, the one single thing that could have pulled Joseph back from that, <laughs> that almost <laughs> to a suicidal tavern ball. <laughs> it was the steam and trade. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Deus Ex Machina because I, yeah, I literally, yeah, yeah. I literally was gonna uh, do cast uh, calm emotions on Joza, and it's the only for some reason I can only do it at a second level slot, and it's the only one that I've just completely maxed out. So I was like, no, 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 how can I stop this? How can I stop this? And then you just laid that in, and it was a, yeah. yeah, like a proper, proper gonna, Deus Ex Machina. I was gonna cast Hunter's Mark on the ne- on one of them. <laughs> That's my next move. <laughs> wow, that really was a pivotal, pivotal moment. I also, I also think the moment that most summed up our group is when Sheila went to go look at the notice board with the the, the sword, which is broken based on all the law, clearly, and we're just like, right, fuck it. Seaman <laughs> <laughs> <Zero, zero> trade. <laughs> <laughs> the broken deep rpg or yeah exactly it's like clearly like well, all the, like what's the what's the difference really when one just becomes the other thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate things you want to hear more of things you would like to hear less of just let us know at the wrong hands podcast at gmail.com so t-h-e-w-r-o-n-g-h-a-n-d-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com